Uh, but now we are excited to kick off our Christmas at the Movies series. So if you would, please turn your attention to the screens as we present Elf. Hey, Wiz, can you help me out? Thanks, bro. Is everything all right? My romantic comedy is a romantic tragedy. <laughs> Michelle, I can't live without you. Man, why do we always come to the movies? You can learn a lot from a movie. Christmas at the Movies teaching series. This series is going to be an incredible journey together, and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. You know, our inspiration for this type of series are the parables of Jesus. It's amazing how Jesus would take a modern-day story of his time and use it to communicate biblical truth. And in this series, we're going to take modern-day stories of our time, which for us are movies, and we're going to be communicating the biblical truth that can be found within. Today, I am so excited to kick off our Christmas at the Movie series with a holiday classic that warms our hearts and gives us a lot of lines to quote throughout the season, the Christmas movie, Elf. Now, I believe that by looking at this movie, we're going to be able to see some great examples of what to do when you feel like God is far away or your faith just isn't as strong as it used to be. So let's dive into this new holiday classic and find the biblical truth located within successful year. Yeah. 
So, after all that hard work, it's time to start preparations for next Christmas. What in the name of Sam Hill is that? Diapers. His name is Buddy. He must have snuck into your sack at the orphanage. What do we do? So, Santa had a decision to make. Fortunately, when it comes to babies, Santa's a, a pushover. So, Buddy stayed with a, an older elf who had always wanted a child, but had been so committed to building toys, he, he well, had forgotten to, to settle down. Santa! Yes, yes, I, I raised Buddy. I was his adopted father. Though a buddy grew twice as fast, he he wasn't any different from the other children. Not, not too fast, buddy. I mean, not not really. Now, before we learn how to build the latest in extreme graphic chipset processors, let's recite the code of the elves, shall we? Number one. Treat every day like Christmas. Number two. There's room for everyone on the nice list. Number three. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. to you, but you think you can help me pick up the slack on those etch sketches No problem. I appreciate it. But he's killing me. I already got Lum Lum and Choo Choo pulling doubles. Quick thinking yesterday with that special talents thing. I feel bad for the guy. Just hope he doesn't get wise. Well, he hasn't figured out he's a human by now. I don't think he ever will. He hasn't figured out he's a human by now. I don't think he ever will. I think they're too small. Papa, just need some alone time. Buddy, I, I think we, we have to talk. Buddy, I, I think there's something I, I probably should tell you. 
you should, probably should have found out a long, a long time ago. I then proceeded to tell Buddy of how his father had fallen in love when he was very young with a beautiful girl named Susan Wells and how Buddy was born and put up for adoption by his mother and how she had later passed away. I, I told him his father had never even known that Buddy was born. And most importantly, I told him where his father was in, in a magical land called New York City. My dad works there? Empire State Building. So, I hear you're going on a little journey to the big city. Yep. Uh, kind of nervous. <laughs> Leon says New York is pretty different. Oh, don't pay attention to Leon. He's never been anywhere. He doesn't have any feet. I've been to New York thousands of times. Really? What's it like? Well, there are some things you should know. First off, you see gum on the street, leave it there. It's not free candy. Oh. Second, there are like 30 raised pizzas. They all claim to be the original, but the real one's on 11. Can't wait to see my dad. We're, we're gonna go ice skating and, and eat sugar plums. Yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. You know, buddy, your father, well, he's on the naughty list. No! You're taking the books back? <laughs> see, I, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make me feel bad when, in actuality, you're the one that missed the payments. But the children love the books. I know that. Uh, you know, I'm the one that ran the focus groups, but I like hearing that. You know, when our team started examining this movie, the first thing that we noticed was the innocence of Buddy the Elf before he went out from the North Pole and went into the real world. Everything was simple there, and his world was full of joy. You see, the same thing is true with us as kids. We are trusting and we're innocent, and that's because we have very few worries in this world. But then what happens, right? We grow up and we experience more of life and we go through all these different trials and pains and difficulties. And when that happens, our innocence starts to fade. Honestly, it happens to all of us. We go from dependent, trusting, and innocent children to independent adults who often become cynical and jaded and all bah humbug. And that leads us to a place where we begin to question everything in our lives, including our faith. And we've all been there. Life happens and things go wrong and our faith gets rocked. It can be something as simple as a season of things not going our way or something as tough as the loss of a loved one and everything in between. However, it's during those seasons that we have to be reminded of our faith and rediscover what it truly means to follow Jesus. Matthew 18, 3-4 says this, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Unless you and I turn from the things that have consumed our lives and rediscover that childlike faith, we cannot live in a fulfilling relationship with Jesus. So often our pride keeps us from believing in God simply because we cannot know every detail of everything when it comes to God and the things of God. We think that our way is best and not the path that God is taking us down. And in these verses in Matthew 18, Jesus is challenging the condition of our hearts. He's not addressing an age issue. In order for us to have a relationship with Jesus, it takes a childlike faith, an authentic faith, a faith that has total and complete trust in Jesus, like a parent with a child. 
So how do we fix this if we find ourselves in a place where our faith seems so far away from us? We have to learn to believe again. But oftentimes, it's not that easy to believe and trust in Jesus in a world that questions everything. And that is what Buddy the Elf would discover when his childlike faith would be confronted with the realities of a world that didn't really believe in anything he knew to be true. So in our next scene, we're going to discover that Buddy has left the North Pole and he has located his father in New York and he is on his way to find him. And every time it rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be shining your umbrella. It's up, 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 upside down. And trading for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni! If you want the thing you love, you did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's great to meet you. Hi. Come over here, boy. Sam. And every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's clapping in? Every time it rains, it rains. Don't you know it's clapping in? All over town, all over town, all over town. Thank you. Thank you. It's upside down, we live up. How about the hills are right? I'm a hungry. Zoom a little, zoom a little. Oh, godly boys, oh, hey. Hey, Baba, ha, boy. Ooh, Baba, ha, man. Ooh, dee, woo. Ooh. I knew I'd get you. I knew I'd get you. Let's go, let's go. Hey, go. Get out of here. And you'll find your fortune falling all over town. Get pennies from heaven. Pennies from heaven. Pennies from heaven for you and me. Looks like a Christmas tree. <gasps> Sorry I can't ride with you the rest of the way up, but this is where my dad works. Well, have a good time. Oh, I forgot to give you a hug. Oh, I don't know, Connie. I've never declawed kittens before. How many? Eight? I don't know if I'm gonna have time. Well, all right, just bring them by the camper this week and I'll see what I can do. I'm not gonna charge you. Just bring them by and I'll see what I can do. Excuse me. I'm here to see a Walter Hobbs. 
I'm Buddy the Elf. <laughs> you look hilarious. Who sent you? Papa Elf. Papa Elf? Mm -hmm. From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Yes. Yeah. Mr. Hobbs, it's me on intercom. Go ahead. Yeah, I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. Dad! <laughs> all right, uh, let's get it over with. I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's exactly where I came from. Santa must have called you. Oh, yeah, sure. He uh, just got off the cell phone with me. He did? So, go on. Go on with what? Well, I, are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? A song? Uh, yeah. Anything for you, Dad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm here with my dad, and we never met, and he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Wow, that was weird. Usually, guys just, uh, you know, put my name in the jingle bells or something. It's me, your son. Susan Wells had me, and, and she didn't tell you, and, 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 but now I'm here. It's me, buddy. Susan Wells. You said Susan Wells? Yes. Who sent this Christmas gram? What's a Christmas gram? I want one. I think we should call security. Good idea. I like to whisper, too. It's okay, Walter's my father. Well, your dad's busy right now. Okay, I'll come back later. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna come back for a while, okay? You're gonna go back to Santa Land. Okay! Yeah, why don't you go back to Gimbal's? You know, one of the things I like about this movie is the striking difference between Buddy and his dad. You see, Buddy believes that everything should be fun, every moment full of joy, and every relationship authentic. His dad is the opposite. He has lost all joy, thinks everything should be dull, and doesn't really seem to care about those around him unless they further his agenda. He is the picture of someone who doesn't believe and has lost hope. So today, let me ask you this. Who would you say you relate more to in regards to your life, Buddy or his dad? Your answer to that question has huge implications on how you live. Some people think that joy can only be experienced based on what happens to them, but we know that that is not true. You see, true joy actually comes from a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And there are many of us today who have never experienced that true joy because you've never made that decision to follow Jesus. There are also a lot of us that have made that decision to follow Jesus, but need to rediscover again a life of faith in God. You may need to rediscover what Jesus actually means to your life. You feel so distant from the Lord and your faith needs to be reignited. The question you have to ask yourself is this, has your life stopped reflecting the faith you claim to have? What you claim to believe in? If so, here are a couple of symptoms to look for. The first is that your life just feels exhausted because you have unplugged from the power of God in your life. You're no longer depending on Him. You don't pray anymore, you don't trust anymore, and now you are living a life in constant spiritual depletion. 
Another symptom is a lack of seeing the good things in your life. This is one of the strongest contributors to a lack of faith for us. In your life right now, you may have the sense that something is just missing and you don't know what to do to fill that gap. When we find ourselves in that situation, we have to examine our lives to rediscover what matters most. Yet another symptom in your life might be entrapment. You've fallen into a trap that Satan has set up in your life and it has led you to a place of sin which has caused a deep disconnect in your soul. We have to remember that we have an enemy who has a goal, and that goal is to steal, kill, and destroy your life. This is a life that begins to doubt everything and believe nothing. 1 John 5, 4-5 says this, For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And that's my hope for us today that we would discover for the first time or rediscover our faith again, not in Santa, but in God. And this movie illustrates this so well. The reason that Buddy believed in Santa is because he knew him. No one could convince him that Santa doesn't exist because he had a personal relationship with him. And that relationship would make all the difference in Buddy's life because for the first time in his entire existence, he would stand face to face with doubt. And when he did, Buddy would be able to stand strong because of that relationship. As believers, the same is true for us. When we have that personal relationship with the Lord, we can stand strong and lean on His power no matter what it is that comes our way. All right, so let me catch you up in our movie. Buddy's father has a deadline at work, and they have brought in an expert to help them meet that deadline. Meanwhile, Buddy has fallen in love, and these two worlds are about to collide when Buddy crashes his father's meeting. Do this, Miles. I'm so happy you could come. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Walter Hobbs. Yeah, let's get the uh, taken care of so we can get right. started. Here you go. Great. All right. <clears throat> what have you guys got so far? Okay. Uh, we were thinking uh, something like this. Uh, we open on a young tomato. He's had some tough times down at the farm. You know, rabbits. No. And no tomatoes. Too vulnerable. Kids, they're already vulnerable. No, you see, I, I, I told you guys. It's a, I told them the very same and No thing. farms. Everybody's pushing small town rural. Farm book would just be white noise. Well, what about this? Uh, a tribe of asparagus children. But they're self-conscious about the way their pee smells. Apparently, all we have is vegetables. I have no time, so, you know, you can start right I've got about five or six great starts here. i got one idea that I'm especially psyched out of my mind about. You know, it's one of those ideas where you're just like, uh, yes! Whoa. <laughs> uh, great, C could we hear it? I'll start with the cover. Picture this. You got, uh... Damn it! I'm in love! I'm in love! And I don't care who knows it! Buddy, uh, not now. Uh, can you please go back to the uh, to the pit? I'll come visit you in a little while, okay? I didn't know you had elves working here. Oh. Boy, you're you're hilarious, my friend. He doesn't. Uh, get get back to the story, please. Uh, 
<clears throat> so, on the cover above the title. Does Santa know that you left the workshop? You know, we're all laughing our heads off. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Buddy, go back to the base pay. I've got houses in L.A., Paris, and Vail. Oh. Each one of them with a 70-inch plasma screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. Look at you! Ow! Hey, what I wasn't ready for that. Call me elf one more time. Call me elf. You're an elf. Thinks he's an elf. Listen, Miles. Listen, Miles. He must be a South Pole elf. I don't care where you go. I don't care that you're an elf. I don't care that you're nuts. I don't care that you're my son. Get out of my life now. I'm sorry. I ruined your lives and crammed eleven cookies into the VCR. I don't belong here. I don't belong anywhere. I'll never forget you. Love, buddy. This is such a tragic scene, and sadly, one that far too many of us can relate to. Even in our human relationships, Satan strives to wedge his way in and create an event or events in our lives with other people that cause us to doubt God. The enemy is relentless to bring tension into our lives, and that leads us to a place where you and I end up feeling disconnected from God. If we all look at our lives, we can probably think of a time when we had that situation or difficulty with others and it was a crossroads we faced of believing more in God and His power or believing that the circumstances that we were facing would be too much for God to handle. And maybe for you, this has happened through a group of people that you chose to do life with and it led you to a bad place or maybe it was a tragedy in your life that the enemy is using to beat you down. Maybe it was a series of choices you made and you don't believe that God can forgive you. Maybe it's something else. But whatever it might be in your life, I want to remind you of this today, that God does love you. He wants to know you and he desires for you to know him. In the same way that Satan might be trying to use these moments that we listed for his destruction of you, God wants to use them to redefine your life. He uses moments to step in and change us forever. The decision on which way our lives go when we face those moments, well, that's up to us. Genesis 50, 20 says this, 
You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. We see this in the Bible all the time. For Moses, it was a burning bush. For David, it was a giant. For Peter, it was a rooster crowing. And for Paul, it was a bright light on the road to Damascus. Now, for most of us, it'll probably be a little more simplistic, but no doubt just as powerful in our lives if we will receive and believe what God is saying to us in those moments. Now, for some of you, that moment may be today. It may be odd to think that God would speak to you through the most unlikely movie to remind you to find for the first time or rediscover your faith in Jesus, but I am convinced that today will be many people's moment to believe. Now up next, Buddy's father will have his moment where he will have to choose to continue down the path he is going or to believe what is actually true. As you know, we need a big launch fast to get the company back on track. So I think I speak for my fellow board members when I say, this better be good. Before I get into the story, uh, let me start with the cover, okay? Now, just picture this. Dad, I gotta talk to you. Michael, what is it? Buddy ran away. What? He, he left a note. I'm scared, Dad, he's gone. Uh, let me just finish this uh, meeting and then um, we'll figure it out, okay? Figure out what? But he cares about everybody. All you care about is yourself. Hey, Michael. Wait. We're gonna have to reschedule this, uh, Mr. Greenway. I flew in just to hear this pitch, and I intend to. It's gonna have to wait. If you want to keep your job, Hobbs, you will pitch me this book right now. Thermometer suddenly just dropped down to zero. There's just no Christmas spirit anymore. The, the strain was too much. The engine broke free of her mounts. I need an elf's help. I, I'm not an elf, Sam. I, I, I can't do anything right. Buddy, you're more of an elf than anyone I ever the only one who I would want working on my sleigh tonight. Really? 
Really? Will you fix it for me, buddy? I'll try. Papa taught me how. You gotta find it first. You dropped off the slave back over there a ways. The engine. The engine. Go, buddy. Go, Mr. Elf. I need to tell you something. I need there's something I have to tell you right now. Um, I didn't mean anything I said back there, not, not a word. I know you may be a little um, um, uh, chemically imbalanced, but you've been right about a lot of things. I, I don't want you to leave. You're my son, and I, I love you. Firstborn, he's an elf. Here. Actually, I am adopted. Uh, Michael, would you open this hatch for me, please? Hello, boy. Thank you. So, you're really Santa Claus? You never can tell, kid. Tell me, Michael, what do you want for Christmas? I wanted a skateboard. Oh, not just a skateboard. A real huffboard. Looky here. Looky here. How you like them apples? Go look and see. turbine days this baby used to run solely on christmas spirit you believed in me you made my sleigh fly hold if you're really santa claus then we can just get some news cameras in here and everyone will believe in you then your sleigh will fly right christmas spirit is about believing not seeing the whole world saw me all would be lost the paparazzi have been trying to nail me for years Man, isn't it inspiring when we see people make the right choice? Buddy's dad makes the hard but correct choice in his moment, and that decision creates a ripple effect to add value to everyone in his life. And the same is true for us today as Christ followers. In 1 Thessalonians 1, 5-9, Paul, who had started the church there, is now two years into writing to them and is celebrating with them all that God has done in their church and how because they are following Jesus by faith, it's making a difference in the world around them, and the impact is having a ripple effect into so many people. 
Paul writes this. He says, Our gospel came to you, not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it, for they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Wow, what an amazing reminder to us that our faith in Jesus impacts others. So the benefit isn't just for our own lives, but for those around us, our friends, our family, even those we may never have even met. What an amazing way for God to work through us. And the same is true in our movie today. Buddy's belief impacted his little brother, his little brother's belief impacted his father, and as you are going to see in our next scene, his father's belief is going to impact so many others. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Buddy, gotta get going, get in now! Santa, I'm not done with the engine yet! Can't wait! Good job. Now! 
of Santa, but some spontaneous Christmas caroling has broken out right here in front of Central Park. Let's have a listen in. When you're sleeping, he knows if you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. singing. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You're just moving your lips. Michael, please, what's the big deal? Dad? Santa Claus is coming to We'll never know for sure what happened this Christmas Eve at Central Park. One of my favorite things about the way this movie ends is how Buddy's belief ends up influencing the entire world around him. Because he was a true believer, he influenced others to believe. Now, Obviously, our goal in this movie is not to get you to believe in Santa, but to authentically believe in God, who loves you more than you could ever imagine and wants a relationship with you. You see, we're convinced that when you believe in Jesus, your life will be forever changed. So the obvious question for you today is this, how do I believe? The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 through 11, that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. And so today, in just a moment, I'm going to pray. And when I do, I'm going to pray for two sets of people that might be listening right now. First, I'm going to pray for those who want to start that relationship with Jesus for the first time ever. That want to, as our verse just told us, declare with their mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in their hearts that God raised him from the dead. And I'll lead you in a prayer asking God to save you, which is a decision that you can make right now in this moment. The second group that I'm going to pray for are those who want to reignite their faith and rediscover the joy that comes from a thriving relationship with the Lord. I'm going to pray for you to have the courage to reach out to a friend or family member, a trusted brother or sister in Christ, or maybe even one of our pastors or staff here at Vaughn Forest to help you in this process. So if you would, join me in prayer. So Father, we thank you that even in a movie such as Elf, God, that we can find biblical truth there. God, we thank you for what it represents, God, that when we believe and we have that relationship with you, God, that we can have that joy in our lives. God, that even though we face trials, even though we face tough times, we can stand firm. Father, I pray for those today who maybe don't have that relationship with you and would like to have that relationship with you. 
God, I pray that even now you would just move in their hearts. And God, I pray that as I say this prayer, God, as they declare with their mouths that you are Lord and believe in their hearts that you raised Jesus from the dead, God, that you would build that relationship and start that relationship with them. And God, I just pray that they would just repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I have done things wrong. Please forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I want you to be the Lord of my life. And Father, I pray for those that do have a relationship with you and they know that they need to reignite that faith. God, I pray that today, that you would give them the boldness today to reach out to a brother or sister in Christ, one of our staff members, to a friend or family, whoever that may be. God, I pray that you would just show up in their lives in an amazing way and they can reignite their faith in you. God, we thank you for the biblical truth that you've given us. God, we thank you uh, for this story. God, we thank you for what it can represent. And it is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Once again, thanks for joining us for the start of our Christmas at the Movies message series. You know, there's a connection card located in your bulletin. We talked about this a little bit earlier. But if there are any next steps or any prayer requests that you have, make sure you mark those on the back of that connection card. Drop them off in one of the metal bins as you exit here at the end of our time together. And make sure you join us next week as we continue our Christmas at the Movies message series. We cannot wait to see you then.